the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello. This is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, do you know that May 24th, Sunday through Saturday, May 30th, is a Feast of the Harvest? And we also know that the Feast of the Harvest is also called Feast of the Weeks. And for most of us Christians, if not all of us Christians, we know it as a day of Pentecost. Stay tuned. I will share some insights that will make you so excited and that you will desire to really celebrate the feast for a whole week. Before I begin... Mark your calendar and set aside June 19th, which is Friday at 7 p.m. and whole day Saturday, June 20th for the prophetic conference here in San Antonio. You must register for this event. It will be held at this facility at 8419 Callahan Road off IH10. Seating is limited. You can go to our website, SOGMI.org. To register, there is a registration fee of $30 per person for this two-day event. Do not miss it. We are in a time that we really need to get plugged in in the things of God. You do not want to miss this event. Besides, it gives you opportunity to finally meet this person who always step on your toes on the radio, push you, in love, of course. So don't forget to register, as seating is limited. Go to our website, SOGMI.org, or you can mail your registration with your check to Post Office Box 1579, Helotis, Texas, 78023. By the time you hear, you listen to this broadcast, I'm already in the Philippines celebrating a belated Passover feast and also the Feast of the Harvest with our brothers and sisters in Christ in the Philippines. This is the first celebration of its kind, Jesus' way, in that country. And the great news is it is a seed that we in the state of Texas are sowing to other countries. So we're going to harvest it. Glory to God. So, the Feast of the Harvest is also known as Shavuot to the Jewish people. Shavuot, or Feast of the Weeks, falls in Hebrew month of Sivan, which in our calendar, it always falls during the month of May or June of the year. The Feast of the Harvest is a required feast. It is one of the three feasts required by God for the Jewish people to celebrate. 
And for us Christians, we are also required to celebrate these three feasts. And you know what they are, right? Passover, the Feast of the Weeks, and Rosh Hashanah, or the ingathering of the harvest at the end of the year. Exodus chapter 23, verse 16, it says, Celebrate the feast of the harvest with the first fruits of the crops you sow in your field. Exodus 34:22 Celebrate the feast of the weeks with the first fruits of the wheat harvest and the feast of ingathering at the turn of the year. Deuteronomy 16:15 For 7 days celebrate the feast to the Lord your God at the place the Lord will choose. For the Lord your God will bless you in all your harvest and in all the works of your hands, and your joy will be complete. This is the result of celebrating this feast. The Lord will bless you in all your harvest, in all the works of your hands, and your joy will be complete. Numbers 28.26 On the first fruits, when you present to the Lord an offering of new grain during the Feast of the Weeks, hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. Deuteronomy 16.10 Then celebrate the Feast of Weeks to the Lord your God by giving a freewill offering, not tithes, but a freewill offering in proportion to the blessings the Lord your God has given you. It commensurates to your blessing. In the Jewish tradition or under the law, only men are commanded to celebrate this feast. Women, we cannot celebrate it in the tradition, okay, under the Old Testament. Glory be to God. Jesus came and we're under the new covenant. So that is not your excuse, ladies. And here are some significant things that we need to meditate on regarding the feast of the harvest. Number one. The Feast of the Harvest, or the Weeks, or Pentecost, is celebrated during the month of Hebrew Sivan, which falls either in the month of May or June in our calendar. It is the 50th day after Passover, and it coincides with the harvest of wheat in summer in Israel. Number two, the Feast of the Harvest is a joyful time of praise and worship, giving thanks to God and giving a freewill offering unto Him. During this feast, the Jewish or the nation of Israel, they read the Torah traditionally throughout the night and then they hold prayer at dawn. Number three, the Jewish people firmly believed that it is during the feast of the harvest when God gave the law of Moses or the Ten Commandments or the Torah to the nation of Israel. The Israelites believe that Torah or the law of Moses is the tree of life. I want you to remember and ponder on that, okay? So whenever time that Jesus identify himself, it always points back to the law of Moses that he is the tree of life, that he is the way, the truth, and the life, okay? So the Jewish people by obeying the law of Moses, are trying to get back to the Garden of Eden before the fall, like us Christians. Genesis chapter 3, verse 24, it says, After he drove the men out, he placed on the east side of the Garden of Eden, cherubim and flaming sword flashing back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life. So the Jewish people believed that the Torah, or the book of the law, is the tree of life. And we know that the tree of life is our Lord Jesus Christ, right? The word of God. Number four, 
During the Feast of the Harvest or Shavuot, the Jewish people read the Torah, as I mentioned before, especially the book of Ruth, because Ruth met and was redeemed. Ruth was not a Jewish person, right? She was a Moabite. Ruth met and was redeemed by Boaz during the time of the harvest. Remember, Ruth was gleaning during the time of the harvest. Also, they believed, or according to the records, the Jewish people, King David, who was a great-great-grandson of Ruth, was born and also died on the Feast of the Harvest, or during the Feast of the Harvest. And during this feast, the Jewish people celebrated by, of course, offering a free will offering to God. But right now, it is being celebrated by a wide array or display of dairy products, cheese and pastries, which symbolize the milk and honey, the promised land, flowing with milk and honey, which is the first harvest of the nation of Israel, their main harvest after slavery. Number six, it is also during the Feast of the Harvest that the nation of Israel asked for a king. This is in First Samuel chapter 12, verse 7. Is it now wheat harvest? I will call upon the Lord to send thunder and rain, and you will realize what an evil thing you did in the eyes of the Lord when you asked for a king. So what does this feast have to do with us believers? Keep in mind that celebrating the three feasts, Passover, harvest, and ingathering, it's an everlasting ordinance. Jesus said in Matthew 5.17, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. We also know that the Feast of the Harvest or Pentecost is in the New Testament. During the Feast of the Harvest or Shavuot, that is the time when the Holy Spirit baptized the 120 at the upper room with tongues of fire. Right? Acts chapter 2 verses 1 through 5. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now there were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. What are they doing in Jerusalem? It says they are God-fearing Jews. They came to Jerusalem to celebrate the Feast of the Harvest like the 120 at the upper room. Verse 6. When they heard the sound, a crowd came together, bewildered, because each one heard their own language being spoken. 7. Utterly amazed, they asked, Aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in our native language? So the Lord of the harvest, Jesus Christ, have asked God the Father to send the Holy Spirit to empower the body of Christ. And it is just so like God 
for the Holy Spirit to baptize the hundred twenty in the upper room during the feast of the harvest. And at that day, three thousand were harvested. Three thousand souls came to be born again. Isn't that exciting? Okay. We also know that the disciples continue to celebrate this feast. In Acts chapter 20, verse 16, it says, Paul had decided to sail past Ephesus to avoid spending time in the province of Asia, for he was in a hurry to reach Jerusalem, if possible, by the day of Pentecost. So, if the disciples continued to celebrate the Pentecost or the Feast of the Harvest, then we must celebrate this feast as the Feast of the Harvest, giving glory to God and giving offerings to our Lord Jesus Christ as the Lord of the Harvest. So this is very important to the Jewish people and is equally important to us believers, followers of our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? Look, chapter 10, verse 2. This is also in Matthew chapter 9, verse 38. This is Jesus. He told them, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into this harvest field. And Jesus talked about harvest time and harvest in many of his parables. We need to pay close attention. He even used the parable of the harvest on the judgment day. He called it a harvest season. Let me read you Isaiah chapter 62, verses 8 and 9. Isaiah chapter 62, verses 8 and 9. The Lord has sworn by his right hand and by his mighty arm, Never again will I give your grain as food for your enemies, and never again will foreigners drink the new wine for which you have toiled. But those who harvest it will eat it and praise the Lord, and those who gather the grapes will drink it in the courts of my sanctuary. This is a promise of God that in the harvest time, those who sow seeds in his kingdom It will not be given as food to God's enemies or to our enemies, but we are going to harvest it, we're going to eat it, and then we're going to celebrate, we're going to praise Him. That is exactly the Feast of the Harvest. Okay? Now, let's go to Joel chapter 2, starting in verse 22, all the way through 29, okay? So, if you're listening and you need to review it again, because you're driving, it's Joel chapter 2, starting with verse 22 through 29. This is amazing. It says, Do not be afraid, you wild animals, for the pastures in the wilderness are becoming green. The trees are bearing their fruit. The fig tree and the vine yield their riches. God is talking and prophesying to the animals. Don't worry about it. See? And so the pastures are turning green. And the state of Texas, it is so green. It is so green because this is a year of harvest. The trees are bearing their fruit. The fig tree and the vine yield their riches. And then he turned towards us and the nation of Israel. Be glad, people of Zion. Rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the autumn rain because he is faithful. 
He sends you abundant showers, both autumn and spring rains, as before. And here is the result of it. For those of you that had been faithful, 24, the threshing floors will be filled with grain. The vats will overflow with new wine and oil. I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten, the great locust and the young locust, the other locust and the locust swarm, my great army that I sent among you. I am so excited about this particular verse also because of the prophecy that God will recompense his people, especially the black community, the Hispanics, and, yeah, Native American, and the Anglos in every sector in the body of Christ. I'm talking about the body of Christ now. We are all going to be recompensed for all the things that all the years that have wasted or we toiled or or we missed so much. So now recompensation is coming. And it says, my great army that I'm sending you, these are the nameless, faceless people that are already in position and the angelic hosts that are here to serve the body of Christ, those that are faithful, and to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. They will work with us, and they will work for us. 26. You will have plenty to eat until you are full, and you will praise the name of the Lord your God, who has worked wonders for you. Never again will my people be shamed. Then you will know that I am in Israel, that I am the Lord your God, and there is no other. Never again will my people be shamed. When we get restored, when we harvest so much, especially transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence, it is for God's glory. The things that God is doing here on earth, it is for us, his people. And what we do when we obey God, when we praise him, and whatever we do here on earth, it has to be for him. And when this thing happened, when all of these things, recompensation, the pastures turning green, the abundant showers, that the harvest will be so great and we will be restored at recompense, okay, and we start praising God for it, 28, it says, and afterward, it means to say, after all of these things happened or manifest, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Even on my servant, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. Now, during the Feast of the Harvest, women are included. God is inclusive, and there are no male or female, young or old, there is no difference between Jews or Greek or Gentiles, but we are all one in Christ Jesus. The significance of this, since 2014, the Lord has me released, and for 2015, that this is the year of harvest. This is the year of glory, or pouring out the glory of God. This is the year that God will turn around this country for the sake of his name and for the sake of his people in United States of America 
it's also a part of the harvest. The wonderful thing about harvest, and sometimes we call it judgment day, God will judge or will allow us to reap what we have sown. Bad for the world. That's why there are so many things that are being shaken on the earth. Do not listen to all the bad news on television. You need to get into prayer and get and get plugged in with the Holy Spirit that we are, we have entered the most exciting times in the history in United States of America. We have so many challenges, yes, but these are exciting times. Don't look at things and the circumstances. You look at the almighty and a loving and merciful God. So 2015 is a year of harvest, both bad and good, or both good and bad. Bad for the world. And also, it's not a good news for those that had been unfaithful to God, those that are in rebellion that are in the body of Christ. In in a way, it is good news because this will get you back to the fold. So that's great news. It will be a harvest of great blessings for the righteous, for the men and women of God who have been found faithful, who can handle things now. So whatever manifests in our lives, it was based not on what we have sown, also in our preparation, in our preparation, whether we prepared, whether we are ready to handle. Because God has been telling us as much as you can believe, as much as you can handle, right? God is going to manifest things to you. So will you be a part of this great harvest, good harvest? Come be a part. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you and teach you and guide you in all things. We need the Holy Spirit guidance and teaching and revelation and his empowerment more than ever. Okay? The Holy Spirit has been moving in our midst. We at Freedom Fellowship Church, all of us have been touched by the Lord. We cannot say that God is not moving. He has been showing up and showing off to those and for those who obey and those who believe, those that have been found faithful. So be a part of this great harvest. Let me pray for you. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for this great harvest that is coming, that continues to manifest in the body of Christ. I pray for heavy conviction of your Holy Spirit upon my brothers and sisters in Christ who have disobeyed you, that are in rebellion, and that are living in sin. I call them forth, Lord, close the doors and frustrate all their plans that are not from you. Cut any relationship or any influence that are not from you, Lord, and I thank you that they'll come back to the fold in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you for healing their physical bodies. I thank you, Father, for saving all of our loved ones in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, for this transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence will manifest in this generation 
starting this year. In Jesus' name. Don't forget to register for the prophetic conference. You need it. Okay? So you need to go to our website, SOGMI.org, and register. There is a registration fee of $30 per person. And remember, the date, June 19th, which is Friday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 9.30 until 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And we'll break for lunch. Don't forget. And join us in our Sunday services. We are located at 8419 Callahan Road of I-810. Our service in the morning starts at 10.30 and in the evening at 7 p.m. Also, we have a 7 p.m. Wednesday service. And if you want, if you wanted to sow a seed for the missions and said you can go to our website and click donate. It's SOGMI.org. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.